How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. If Mac Jones is a Niner quarterback, they beat Philadelphia potentially. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Because he's just a distributor. The, The knock on Trey is he's not accurate. That's why Shanahan liked Kirk Cousins. Like Matt Ryan, Buddy, preferred it was your- Mac Jones. That's Colin Cowherd with Nick Wright blabbing away there in the background. Discussing how the Niners would be in the Super Bowl if they just had Mac Jones. And it's the final hour. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. Agree or disagree, 617-779-7937. I think they came up short of the Super Bowl with arguably a better quarterback. And I'm not talking about Josh Johnson. I'm talking about Brock Purdy. So I uh, reject that out of hand. And you can listen to Super Bowl 57, which does not include the Niners, on WEEI on your phone. Our Westwood One game will stream in the Boston metro area. You can download the Odyssey app, save WEEI as a favorite, and listen wherever you go. If Mac Jones is a 49er, are they still playing, Mego? Possibly, but this is the kind of stuff that, that these guys throw against the wall that makes me kind of irritated. Because it's like, yeah, maybe the game would have been closer. But it, again, if Mac Jones is the quarterback, if he's there in, in, we're talking about he's in the place of Trey Lance. So, I mean, this was how well, yeah, they he's went a, so he's their far quarterback down all the year, depth I think. chart. Yeah. So Jimmy Garoppolo never plays, right? Correct. So I guess you had to go further back. Do they get to that point with Mac Jones as the quarterback all the way through the year? I mean, I think you'd have to look. I didn't watch every 49ers game. I think you'd have to assume with Christian McCaffrey coming in that it's probably comparable. But it's just I, that, that's such a one-for-one move to make with the biggest position on the field. And I know it's a little different in a Kyle Shanahan system. And that's kind of what they're dancing around is that Kyle Shanahan, because of the system and the coaching that he has, can make any of these pocket passers like Brock Purdy look great as long as they can stay healthy, which for some reason Kyle Shanahan's quarterbacks cannot. It's true. And he's really bristled at any so criticism I feel like about it's like guys a, getting hurt. It's like a coin flip to no, it, me. no, it is. But look, I, I had two takeaways from this because I think it's an interesting take, if nothing else, from Colin Cowherd. And, you know, Nick Wright completely co-signs. Nick Wright is like, absolutely, absolutely. So they're oh, both, yeah, pal. They're absolutely. Both, yeah, absolutely there, buddy. Absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're pal. So I, I had two takeaways from this. Number one... I just can't imagine the 49ers, 49ers fans, are sitting there kicking themselves over the Mac Jones pick. I think they were last year. I would agree with that. Maybe last year they were. I can't imagine they're sitting there this year and going, 
we screwed it up with Mac Jones. Like, I'd have to imagine most Niners fans are more excited about Brock Purdy than they are about missing out on Mac Jones. Maybe you're right. Maybe a year ago they felt that way. And it's interesting to revisit just because the talk leading up to that draft is the Niners traded up for a QB. Who was it? It turned out Trey Lance, but they were doing due diligence on Mac Jones. The other piece to it is, at least for me, is if you're going to get to a Super Bowl with Mac Jones, your roster needs to look like San Francisco. And how do you do that? You know, how do you do that if you're the Patriots? Can you do that if you're the Patriots? Can you get Ayuk and Samuel and McCaffrey and the offensive line that they have and the defensive playmakers that they had? I think they had three All-Pros on defense, if I'm not mistaken. You know, you yeah, have just Kittle. start with Nick Bosa. You have Kittle, who I glazed right over. It's like, how do you do that? Can the Patriots do that? And to me, it opens up this whole other philosophical debate about what the Patriots are trying to be and how quickly you can get back to being a Super Bowl-caliber team. Like, to me, it's easier to snap your fingers and try to find a franchise quarterback than it is to get everything else lined up just right around Mac Jones. I think, I think that would take the Patriots so much work. It's easier to just snap your fingers and try again at QB than it is to try to fill in all the gaps around him and get your roster to where the Niners are. That's just... The Patriots are a long, long, long way away from that. At least they're only one move away from a quarterback. That's true, but also, I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't seem like he was how wherever he was this close to a Super Bowl last year. I know they made the playoffs, but the Patriots made the playoffs last year too. I think you can bring somebody up to speed a lot faster if you coach them the right way, and also you put the – I mean, we've been talking about this the entire uh, – since the season ended and before that even, but, I mean, it's, it's pretty true there uh, with Mac Jones, and I think Hurts is sort of a good example of that. So you want him to go get an A.J. Brown then? I would much rather. I think that that's just speed. that that I think would give Mac more of a more of an honest chance to show what he can do and show if he is the guy for this job than uh, just sort of hoping that the next guy is better than him because you don't know that he will be. See, well, I, I, I just hope they didn't miss their opportunity on that last year. And sorry to interrupt, Megan. I just the, the names that are out there now. I like them. I like DeAndre Hopkins. If he can get past any issues he has with Bill O'Brien. Debatable. I like T. Higgins if he's really available. I like Keenan Allen if he's really available. I like Mike Evans. Like, all those names are great, and I think they'd be upgrades for the Patriots, and they should go get any of them if they can. Last year, some really, really, really good receivers moved, and they didn't get any of them. You know, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Gap down to Hollywood Brown. Uh, some really good receivers moved last year, and I, I just wonder if the Patriots really missed their opportunity to get a young receiver to grow with their quarterback. Like all these other names we're talking about, at least that I've seen outside of T Higgins, they're all older with more tread on the tires and, and closer to the end than a guy who would truly grow with Mac. If that's the direction they're going like AJ Brown in theory is going to do with Jalen hurts and the roster. I mean, the roster is the hugest part of it, but it also calls into question for me, the underlying dysfunction that we've heard so much about with the offensive side of the ball all last season, where, I think you took for granted until this season that they were running some form of the same offense for 23 years and the carryover that that had and the consistency. And because having Tom Brady there, they were able to, you know, take flyers on guys as weapons and then say, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the playbook, send him out of town, whatever. We'll throw someone else in there. He'll be great. And they really can't do that anymore. And I'm to me, I'm curious because when we look at San Francisco, that's obviously, to me at least, a huge part of it is the offense that they run there and the way that they make all the pieces fit there to get the production that they do. Because you, the weapons that you had this last season are not as bad as their stats showed them to be. 
I mean, I'm not talking about Nelson Aguilar, who by you know, yeah, you, or John Smith. You're higher on the weapons Hunter than, Henry, than me and RJ. Kendrick are. Bourne are more like 2021 than they were like 2022. I do believe that. I don't think that these guys just out of the blue had the worst career record lows of their entire careers. Right. Like, you 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 blame the coaching. I still think they need to make another move. Well, but it's it's not just the roster is what I'm saying. It goes deeper than that. What is your offense going to look like now? How are you going to put it back together after you tore everything down and just threw in this weird scrap heap mess last year? How do you rebound this year from just the skeleton of things. Well, and it seems like the coaching, and we discussed this earlier, it seems like the coaching is on the right track. You now have actual offensive coaches on the offensive side of the ball, which I don't want to give them too much credit for, but at least they have Bill O'Brien and Adrian Clem, uh, who's now coaching the offensive line. At least they have real coaches. So that does seem to be cleaned up. How do you get the roster to where it's San Francisco or Philadelphia level, where now you're filling in the pieces around Mac Jones, because Colin Cowherd says Nick Wright agrees, and maybe you guys out there do as well. Absolutely. The Niners with Mac Jones are in the Super Bowl. So, fine, okay. The Niners with Mac Jones are in the Super Bowl. How do you get your roster to that point? Again, 617-779-7937. That's in addition to our Kevin Durant for Jalen Brown discussion. Are you with these two, or are you with the 14% like me who say, yes, you should trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? We also discussed earlier today Tom Brady and his future. He's not going to be broadcasting until the fall of 2024, which to me leaves the door open that he could come back and play this season. He likely will be playing this season. Again, 617-779-7937. Let's go to some phone calls here. A lot of you waiting patiently, including Ken in New Hampshire. What's up, Ken? Hey, how you guys doing today? Eh. Yeah, I, I heard you guys talking about who's going to see Ace for Brady's stag tonight. Oh yeah, that would be that would be me. Uh, I, I wasn't saying tonight necessarily, but I was talking about seeing Eighty for Brady's stag. Yes. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now, having gone seen it on Saturday with two of my aunts, you will be one of five guys in the theater, and it will be two hundred. Hey, hey I, 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 this is what Arkham was saying earlier. I like those I like, odds. I like those odds. Is this turning into like a snuff film for blue hairs? I, I don't. What's happening in this movie? Like, I, I got a piece. You're saying together. the quiet part out loud, Mega. We I thought we already all assumed this. I thought that's what we already assumed. I'm looking at the Brady picture of him and his little boxer shorts just popped up on my Twitter again. That's and, what Jones is going to wear to the oh, uh, movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing else. Is this the new? Uh, this is this is his new path, I guess. This is why he's not going to the booth for a year. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but okay, so he said I would be one of only uh, a few guys. That's okay. I I, I can handle that. Uh, John is in the car. Go ahead, John. Hey guys. So I I'm getting I get really frustrated, and I, I think you guys have been touching on it too. But the perspective that Mac Jones is the problem with the Patriots is very frustrating for me, and I, and I want to explain why. Please. You know, last, the, the previous year, you know, he had a very good rookie season. And he was, everyone was talking about he was the best quarterback taken out of the, the top, those top five. And he granted, he had a horrible year last year. He did not have a good year. But if you look at the pieces around him, they were horrific, including okay, so, his coaching. So, and, John, so they've, they've solved the coaching part. What do they need to do now to give him a better year? And if he doesn't have a better year, what will you say about him? That's, that's what I want to know. And that's, that's a, a rhetorical question. He doesn't need to actually answer that. Like, they've already solved the coaching piece, right, we think? We feel pretty good about the coaching staff now around Mac Jones. So go get him a receiver or a passing game weapon or two. And I I hope you give him all those things. What about the line, though? I mean, those guys aren't cheap. 
you got to figure out your offensive line. You're bringing in this high-priced coach, and I think he'll probably help, but what are you going to do? Are you going to try I, to just go do that through gets, the draft this again? This gets like back into a, a tricky area, and this is where I do disagree with Cowherd and, and I guess Nick Wright. This gets back into a tricky area where it's like, well, he needs weapons, and he needs coaching, and don't forget about the offensive line, and oh my God, How do they have How dare he ask for a coach do in they his have third a, year? Do they have enough players on defense? And it's like, all right, well, if you need all those things, how good can he possibly be? I didn't say anything about defense. But I'm just saying, that, that, that's, and that's like this. And Arkan's the one who wants A.J. Brown over that's here. That's the slippery slope sure. to like, now, I, I and I, I look, I would love A.J. Brown too. I just. By the way, people said all those same things about Tom Brady. <laughs> if he needs all these things, it's like, how, how good is he in actuality? Like, that's kind of my fear with him. It's like, wow, he needs coaching and weapons and an offensive line, and maybe I'm projecting quarter, and adding defense. What young quarterback doesn't need that? I don't know. It turns out Patrick Mahomes is still pretty young. He doesn't need it. Yeah, he's got a couple years there, though. Sure. And a couple trips to the Super I mean, look, Bowl. And he had Tyreek Hill the whole time. I think, so, I mean. But I think everybody needs – yeah, but he doesn't have him this year. I think, everybody, now, I think everybody needs one or two of them. Do you need every single one? No, you, you need, should you should be able to take two every or three. single one. Aaron Rodgers won without coaching. He won with Mike McCarthy when he was young. Once, okay, once, but he won. He did it. So, like, I don't know. I think he's a, also an incredible talent. Look, do I think that Mac Jones has a future being Aaron Rodgers? God, I hope not. But like on the field, I really don't. I don't think so. so but I, I think he could be a really great quarterback in his own way. Every quarterback needs something. I mean, every quarterback needs some of it. You know, Joe Burrow certainly has the the weapons part covered. He hasn't always had the offensive line. I think the coaching is at least debatable, but I feel pretty good about his coaching there. Like, all these young quarterbacks need some of it. Do you need all of it? And if you do need all of it, it turns out not that much of it is about you. Just like I don't think it would be about him. I don't think it's about the quarterback in San Francisco. They have everything else. You need at least one part of it that's elite. And the weapons just, I think, are the most obvious thing to see. So you look at Joe Burrow and you go, well, two, two of the three things are pretty meh. But that one is pretty elite. So oh, the the talent the weapons, there is yeah. uh, is ridiculous. If your guy T Higgins shakes free, we'll see. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll continue with all your feedback on this. How do you close that gap? How do you improve the Patriots roster? And can you do that around Mac Jones? Again, Absolutely. We'll, we'll continue with your feedback there. Plus, I like this blazer of a take that Julian Edelman's catch in Super Bowl. Now I should know this off the top of my head. Fifty one. Super Bowl 51 against the Falcons was overrated. Let's get to that after trending with Christian Arkin. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Edelman broken up, and the pass is no sign yet. Edelman comes down with a football, and they're saying it's a catch. I caught it. Crazy, I swear to God. No way, look at that. Watch. No. No. Oh, that's a catch. My God. That's incredible. That's definitely got to be the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. That was skill. I don't think there was luck involved with that catch. You see him. He is focused. It's pretty special. Adam Jones, Megan Annalini, Christian Arcan here on WEEI. We'll be taking your phone calls. We'll get back to you. 617-779-7937. If you missed any part of our show or you have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe. To Jones and Mega with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast, and you can check it out there. I don't think, or I didn't used to think, it was controversial that Julian Edelman made a great catch in Super Bowl Fifty One. But Arcan, you brought this to my attention earlier today, our attention earlier today. Mike Cadlick, CLNS, CLNS. I know he's a uh, a bit of a betting expert there as well, or a. Uh, uh, somebody who will weigh in on, you know, the uh, the lines and things of that nature. Uh, he said, well, I guess today is the day to say it. No, it's not. The magnitude of Edelman's catch against the Falcons in Super Bowl 51 is very overrated. Oh, you didn't have to say it. It was first and 10. And even if the ball hit the ground, the Patriots were still going to score and win that game. He says 28 to 3 happens either way. And look, I- I'm not going to poo-poo a hot take. I'm all for a hot take, but I... This one even feels a little, a little hot for me. This is a steaming hot take. This as one in even it's a feels steaming hot dump of a take. It feels even a little hot for my taste. But go ahead, Mega. Why this is, is it a terrible Why is it a take. steaming hot dump of a take? Oh, why even if it? the ball hit the ground, how about if one of the three guys caught it instead of Edelman? He was outnumbered three to one, and the first guy who tipped it off. Robert Alford was the cornerback who jumped one of Brady's passes earlier in the game. Like, how can you say? That this would that they oh they would just happen they would just have this amazing comeback anyway no they wouldn't they would probably have turned the ball over again like why I don't understand how you defend this well how you come up with this okay but the ball if Edelman hadn't caught it would have hit the ground so it just would have been second and ten I, I think mean, is it, what he's trying to say sure and, and you know? but she's right it plinkoed its way it down. was an like unbelievable it catch sure. it could have been picked but it, it was about picked. to hit the ground Edelman was, was the only tipped. one who could get it Alfred was right there. He was headed towards the ground with Edelman. There were two other there were two other 
uh, Falcons who were jumping in on the play. They were, but if Edelman didn't catch it, it would have hit the ground. And right? Mike's, I mean, we all agree with that. Mike's don't supposition we? is that right. Yeah. He's not. He's not saying that it could have been picked. He's saying if the thing hits the ground, now the Patriots have, by my count, I think I'm right here. It would have been an incomplete pass. The Patriots are first and ten at their own thirty-six wa- with about two I'm and a half minutes left. Lo- like the video. No, 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 I. You could definitely make a play for this without no, no, no. it catching the ground. I, I agree with you. What, what, I, what I'm saying is, I agree with you. It could have been picked. I think, I, I think Arkan's right in that the supposition of the tweet is that the thing was going to hit the ground. If it's picked, then it's definitely that's a over. big supposition. Fair, but I'm, it, just, I'm watching the video right now. But when, 22 is right there. But when Edelman's plucking it off the, the ground from from a few inches away from the ground, that was I the think whole point of the, why it's such a great catch because it was about to touch the ground. It's either there or it's hitting the turf. Yeah. But, I don't know. But it could have been picked prior on the play. Sure. But his point that it's 228 or something like that, you have about two and a half minutes left, it would have been incomplete, so the clock stops. You're at your own 36. You're trailing 28-20. You need a touchdown and a two-point conversion with uh, two-plus minutes left. I mean, that is still a lot of time. I guess in my mind's eye, I thought there was less time remaining in Trust the game. Trust me, it did not feel like there was a lot of time No, that's right. That's true, because you were like, like watching it live. You're like, this is a huge swing play, and it was a huge swing play. But it felt more urgent than, I guess, 2.28 left or two and a half minutes left. I didn't realize there was still that much time. So you still have the two-minute warning. You still have potentially timeouts. I'd have to double-check the timeout situation. So you have two-minute warning and two timeouts. That is a lot of time. That is a lot of time. I would and, also like to remind Pete, you know, if if you're not of you know this team and you didn't grow up rooting for them, do I have to remind people, like, just the mental break you felt that finally one of these goofy Super Bowl plays goes in your direction. Do you remember Mario Manning him down the sideline? Right. Do you remember Jermaine Curse in the Seahawks game on the right sideline? Well, the Malcolm, the Malcolm I think Butler Devin one. almost kicked the ball out and it landed in his chest. How about two minutes before this play happened? Julio Jones over Eric Rowe toe oh, taps. That catch was falling ridiculous. Yeah. That was maybe even a better catch than Edelman. It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. One time, one time as a fan watching and rooting for the Patriots in this game, I would love to see one time one of these plays okay. goes to the Patriots' way. So it was a great catch. We all agree with that, right? Great catch. Unbelievable catch. I, I keep watching the slow motion just because I'm trying to. Ricardo Allen is also in here. Like the second bobble that before Edelman really secures it, he's right there. Okay, but so, so let's let's focus on this for a second. So it's a great catch. We all agree You're it's a great catch. You're asking me to focus? Yes, focus okay. for a second. We're, we're, no, it's, I'm just it's, saying I think that, that, that there could be a pickoff here. Okay, it could have been picked. I agree. It could have been picked After earlier in the play. Fine. It's it it might be a little overrated in that they still had it. They did have a ton of time, and he's probably right. They're probably scoring anyway, aren't they? Not if it gets picked. Well, no, not if it gets no. picked. Let's if say it, it falls incomplete. Ground, if it falls incomplete, Patriot fan think, oh, Brady's not going to finish this drive. Do you now? believe they're going to score? It's second and ten. They're at their own thirty-six. Do you believe they're still likely to score there? Because I think my answer to that is yes. I mean, we obviously don't know, but I think they probably. I still feel confident they were going to score there. It's also an incredible catch. It is an incredible catch. So no doubt about it. So how can you say that it's overrated when it's just an incredible catch? Because what he's saying is they're winning the game either way, which I may not totally disagree with. The catch is great. How does he know but that? But it's an overrated moment. I, I didn't know no we one, were talking to a time traveler no who one went knows. into alternate what do you universes think? What do you where think? he saw that this that was ball, executed a different way That ball's based incomplete. on physics. We, but we treat it like that was the difference between winning and losing. And if that ball falls incomplete, they probably still win the game.
I think this Cadillac is being a contrarian to be contrarian, <laughs> well, and I, I don't care for well, it. Well, I appreciate that. I, maybe that's where you and I differ. Listen, Dante Hightower's sack was overrated. I mean, so what? Maybe they missed the field goal if they're actually still in field goal range. Maybe Trey Flowers' sack on fourth down. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened anyways because they would have just forced him to turn the ball over. Uh, Those aren't the same kind of plays, I though. do think they're a little different. Yeah. I would agree with Arkin on Game this. Game-defining plays? What do you remember from that Super Bowl besides the comeback? Let you me ask you this. That play right there that we're showing on twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. You remember how, that play? How long do you think how long do you think that catch was? How long? How long of a play do you think it was? How big of a play do you think it was? If you had to guess. I don't it was only 23 I yards. I was going to say 25 or I would have like thought 30, it, yeah. again in my head, I would have thought it was like 40 yards. I would have thought it was a bigger play, too. So, like, I don't know. But you're just, on the Falcons side You forget side what it was like to have now. Brady. Right. There's just, those little maybe that's Maybe that's some of it. I just, it might be overrated. Little overrated shooter. Overrated doesn't mean it's a bad play. Overrated doesn't mean it sucks. Overrated just means we overrated a little bit. I think the physics of the catch was more impressive than the timing of it, if that makes any sense. Because like, you could have you finished that drive. I feel like Tom, I believe Tom Brady would have finished that drive. But the physics of how he caught it was why it's such an unbelievable highlight, I think. I would like to see this man execute the catch. And they lucked out. <laughs> they lucked out because the Overrated. clock would have kept rolling. Clock keeps rolling. If, that, if they know right away that's a catch, they have to stop the clock in order to go and, that's and true. review the it. Cha- the challenge slowed things down. That's definitely got to be the greatest catch <laughs> in Super Bowl I think history. we can get... Overrated, Robert. I'm with Bob. Over- I wish that's what Robert said then. I wish I wish Robert was just like, overrated. I don't understand why. I, I wish mean, that's what he did. such a big the, deal about it. The Tyree helmet catch is better. Like, I'll say that. Oh, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, that's a better catch and now, than what, the There's another catch. stupid play that broke against exactly. Patriots fans. I'll now, say what, that that was a better what Super Bowl was catch. What down was I that catch? Remember. I should know that off the top of my head. What down was the yeah, Tyree Super Bowl catch, uh, helmet catch? We just we just talked about Good it last question. week. Was that a first down as well? If it was a first down, then I may have Are to... Are these all overrated catches? I... Are there actually any good catches? It's Antonio the Holmes, and that's the only one. All, all Super Bowl catches <laughs> overrated. No, I, I, I would tend to agree with you. The Tyree helmet catch was a more impactful play. I thought that was third down, but I may not have that right off the top of my head. And I know every all Patriots fans is like, don't they, they don't even want to look at that game anymore. We talked about this last week. Bigger Super Bowl, 42 or 36. Third I said and five 42. from their own 44-yard line. Third down, thank line. you. That's a bigger play. That's de- remaining. That's definitely that a bigger much play. Better, that's a much better catch. 100%. I'll say that. What are you sighing about back there? Hmm? What are you sighing about? He doesn't like it. Or was it like, Ryan sighing? I don't sign? like going back no, over that sign. game. Do you think are it's you a great Super Bowl? Are you debating the Tyree catch is bigger than the Edelman catch? Uh, no. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because you were just you were just talking down the Edelman catch, so I, I would hope you're at least consistent there. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. It's a good hot take. I'm not I'm not dismissing any hot takes. Uh, is it a good hot take? No, it's a hot take anyway. It's uh, a, it's a hot take that it's, exists. It's a take. It's a take. Uh, Eddie's up in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Eddie. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, first, I want to say something. Uh, Ms. Adolini, your voice is amazing. Oh. Okay, and now I, I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> Thank you, no, Eddie. No, not at all. Not at all. How's my voice, Eddie? Knowledge. Eddie, how's my voice? Enough about you her. Good, you have a good radio voice. That seems like a backhanded compliment. It does. Isn't it? Yeah, okay. Keep, <laughs> keep going, Eddie. This is a prank call. Anyway, it's not just your voice. Your knowledge in, in sports is excellent, and Mine. I enjoy listening to you. Anyway, let me Mine, get to my man. point. I'm talking about Mac Jones. Okay. So I watch football. I've been watching. I'm old. I'm 63 years old, and I've been watching football for a long time. So you have Patrick Mahomes that has many talents. He can run. He can throw. He can read the field. He can extend plays. Uh, All good quarterbacks have strengths. I'm just curious. What do you guys think 
Matt Jones does that's really good? Good question. Like you I have, like, like he, you have a you have a beautiful radio voice <laughs> and really really good points, and you're very well researched in everything as uh, as he just said. So what so what would Max equivalent be? Like what hey. is what is Max skill that jumps out? Does he have one? Because I would argue, and I think where Eddie's going is he does not. I think it's supposed to be his big brain, and uh, we've seen evidence of that. I I want to see from Mac. Like I know he doesn't have the arm that. Mahomes has or the he's not slippery like Mahomes and he's never going to be Josh Allen or anything like that and he can't even throw on the run as good as Zappy (laughs) so okay I'm not going there today but we hear so much about the brain and how he can like diagnose everything at the line of scrimmage immediately and how he had this nickname the Joker in college because he would just punk guys at the line of scrimmage with how smart he was and then we hear okay well he couldn't do that at all last year because the offense was so dumb and simplistic so I hope Bill O'Brien comes in and either exposes that that's not a real strength that matters in the NFL for him as a quarterback or really challenges him to push him in that direction to the point where it does mess with defenses so that it's the polar opposite of last year when the guys are in the locker room, in the Patriots locker room, shouting at each other, laughing, saying, I think they knew everything we were calling. It looked like they knew. Oh, the media's here. Oops, didn't it look like they knew exactly what we were about to do? It sure did. Sure seemed like they had a good idea of what we were going to do. Ha ha. Oops, the reporters are here. Yeah, so look, I I would answer it similarly to you. What what did I at least think Mac excelled at? I thought it was some of the intangible things. And I thought the whole reason you would get Mac is a second round talent, a day two talent, second or third round. In terms of his his physical talent, I thought the reason he went round one is because he was a leader and he was a fast processor and, you know, he had this brain and everything. I thought that's why he went from day two to day one. I thought that's why he shot up draft boards late. And I knew there were physical limitations with him. I thought the rest of it was supposed to be there, where he was a winning player and a leader and all these things. And I think last year really should shake anyone to the core about that. Even though Mac was put in a position to fail, and I agree, he was definitely put in a position to fail. Now, that doesn't mean you have to fail. Being put in a position to fail doesn't mean you automatically have to fail. I think there are other quarterbacks who could have been successful in those same conditions, more talented ones, namely. But what would scare me as a fan, and what I think should spook the Patriots to a degree, Bill Belichick on down, is the way he handled it and the way he reacted to it. And we can all say he's human and he has emotions, but that to me would be the scariest thing because what I thought was he was a leader and a winning player and all these awful qualities came out in him last year that I didn't necessarily know existed. This is where we really diverge because I kind of liked it. You <laughs> I like how like he was I lashing would, out and I yelling at his coaches three I weeks in a row. Done, I feel three I, weeks in a row. If the you do third it once, week was a bit much. If you do it once, we all get it. Everybody blows their stack. The quick game effing three weeks sucks. in a row. The quick game effing sucks to me was the highlight of the season. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was one. So I'll give you overjoyed. one. Blow, I'll give you one blow up. Three <laughs> weeks in a row. Even you have to say that's a bit much. Yeah. After week two, I was good, but at the same time, I I feel for the position 
the victim of circumstances he was. I had no problem with any of them. Three <laughs> weeks, he could have been. He could have done that every single week. I would have been fine. You and the don't reason be- why you Jones, don't believe. That. Yes, I do. And no, the reason don't. why I believe, and let me explain, yeah. is because Hello. he never lost the support of his teammates <laughs> ever. The whole year, his teammates were. Uh, they uh, had his back the whole I've time. I've heard this before. You know, you know whose uh, teammates usually have his back too. Kyrie. Yeah. Okay. So. So Kyrie's a good leader now. And Mac I, Jones I, is Kyrie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you? Saying Kyrie's not a good leader? I, I'm, he's definitely not a good leader. <laughs> when have I ever said he's a good leader? I just said he's talented. I noticed you turned your baseball cap around. I did. I, I, went, I went backwards after the first uh, hour or so. <laughs> You're I said, so ashamed. I said enough of this. I'm Mac ashamed. Jones doesn't bring you I'm ashamed of, my of the You're baggage of Kyrie Irving. Come on. Not, not my point. Not my point. My point is, guys who are popular with their teammates, that doesn't really mean anything as a leader. I That's my only point. Well, Kyrie, quarterback on an NFL Kyrie, team is an ex- Kyrie is an extreme example. I will grant you okay. that, but it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't it mean, though, if you're demonstrating that maybe you're doing something that people look at and say he's acting like an a-hole to our coaches? I, that's a little different. Then when then the guys in the locker room yeah, I, and the vets are like, but some players hey. were saying that last. It wasn't uniform. It wasn't a hundred percent. Everybody was backing Mac Jones. Everyone you, on the offense was. Who came out on the offense and said they had an issue with? Well, that? no one's come out on the record and said anything. But I, I don't think it was a hundred percent. How about off the record? We got all that off no, the record. I, I think we have that stuff the off Herald. the record that not everybody agreed with Mac Jones and how he handled things last year. We who? have gotten that. Yeah, Joe Judge didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> was there was some uh, Joe Judge. Puppetry going. I think we have people DMing Ben Volan. I I think we I think we have that reporting to that effect. I don't know if it was in that Herald story or not. I'd have to go refamiliarize myself, but I think we have had that reporting. I don't think it was in that Herald story. I don't think so either. But I I think we've had that over the course of the year that not everybody supports how Mac handled it last year. How could you? I can't believe you do. You're disgusted. I can't. I can't believe you do. That's how you handle things. You're the leader of the team, and you just mf all the coaches running off the field again. One week is fine. That happens to everybody. It's even happened to Brady. How about when you go to the next week and it doesn't change at Brady, all? Brady A was actually good, and B waited a lot longer in his career to do it. Unlike Mac, but three weeks in a row was way too way too much. Three weeks in a row, and he's waiting for the call to come in on the goal line, and it doesn't get in in time, and he has to take a penalty. I mean, I'd be pissed off like uh, that too. It was ridiculous with that t- coaching staff. I'll tell you, doing. you know who had a lot of delay of game penalties? Mac Jones's rookie year too. Mac Jones and Josh McDaniels did, and that I can, was a disorganized team. I'll, I'll go, I'll go find my numbers again. But Mac Jones, both years, regardless of who his play caller was, Mac Jones has had a lot of uh, uh, delay of game calls each of the first two years, whether it was Patricia or Josh McDaniels. Uh, Mike is in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Mike. Hello, Michael. Yes, uh, you asked what Mac Jones needs. Just look at the Super Bowl three years ago. Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is with Tyreek Hill, an elite receiver. And they lose to Tampa because there's no O-line, and he gets thrown around like a rag doll. What does Kansas City do? They go out, they immediately address their needs on the offensive line, and they're back to elite status even without Tyreek Hill. What do the Pats need to do? I mean, Mike, do? Mike, they've they been to five straight, Mike, Mike, they've been to five straight AFC title games. Like, they never fell off. Okay, they never fell off, but... They did get smoked in that Super Bowl. They it did. was one-sided. They did. So do we think he needs to be – you already said this. You think they do need to beef up the offensive line. I do. I mean – So I, what does that mean? Does that mean at 14 or wherever they're drafting they need to do that? Or do they need I to – I am suspicious of just bringing someone in from the draft again. And now I'm a little higher up with uh, Clem coming in because he's a real offensive line coach. No offense to – I don't know what the, the – you know, the splittage between Billy Yates and Matt Patricia was last year, but it just looked completely disorganized. So, yeah, I just, people forget, like, tackles don't come cheap for the offensive line. So, good luck. 
Sorry, I thought I was saying that off the air. Jalen Brown's out tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, he's news. got an illness. We got some breaking news. Yeah, it's officially he's been ruled out officially. Hmm. I was trying to say that off the air. My Non-COVID <laughs> illness. So he's ruled out tonight? Uh, yes. And Stephen A., can you refresh my memory one more time? What's going on? What's going on with the and Celtics? By the way, I'm hearing that he's about the he, he's on the verge of potentially being moved. Obviously, we've all been speculating about that, that he may be moved. They're on the phone. I'm hearing Boston is making some calls. Keep your eye on that. Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that just how he's going to start signing off? <laughs> okay. I like that. Okay. And one more time, Jalen Brown is out tonight. Huh. Hmm. 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 There's a lot of stuff going around right now. That's all I'll say. Might be the mumps. <laughs> hmm. Do the Celtics have any more games before the uh, the trade deadline? I should know this. Well, the trade deadline is in March. Isn't yeah, they it? have Wednesday against the Sixers. Trade deadline's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so they have correct. They have Detroit. Oh, I'm thinking of freaking hockey. They have Detroit and Philly. So they have two more games. It'll be interesting to see if uh, if Jalen suits up in any of those games. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Where'd we where'd we finish with mm-hmm. that? Where'd we finish with that <laughs> poll? Did I did I did I end up swaying anybody in the last uh, the last half hour or so? Or are we still we still trickling at about fourteen percent? Uh, let's see, fourteen point five percent. That's that's held all right. Holding still. It's held pretty firm all day. It's dropped off a little bit, but it's held uh, it's held pretty Look, firm. If you crammed fourteen, stop the count. Fourteen point five percent of the people that voted on this in the studio, you go, wow, there's a lot of people in here. I, I got getting a lot of people. It's a good side. point. I voted in it at least a hundred times, so I, I I I feel like those numbers are pretty good. All the Jones burner accounts. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's how you've been dialing us up. You can start jumping in line for the Rich Keith Show, which comes your way at six o'clock. Uh, we're gonna wrap things up with a new segment called Endgame next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. 
All right, welcome to Endgame, which is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Don't waste time trying to get rid of your older, broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest and fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. All right, this is called Endgame. Let me just tell you, by the way, very underrated Taylor Swift album. This one? Reputation? Mm. Yes. Underrated, you think? Yes. How's it compared to Doja Cat? In I'm your, a, I like, I like. Me in some, your highly educated opinion, I like me some Doja Cat. I don't know about you, Arkan, but I think she's properly rated. I like Doja I Cat. Reputation underrated album. But go ahead. Arcan. Okay, this is the way it's going to work here. Uh, we'll do it bar trivia, Final Jeopardy style. I have three questions. I will answer them one at a time, and after I ask it, you will write down your answer. We'll play a little song for you. We'll write down your answer, and then uh, we'll hold up your answer, see who got it right and I'm who nervous. got it wrong, if anyone got it right or wrong. And uh, all three of I'm, these things... I'm not nervous about my hand. My handwriting's still poor. I'm nervous about that, but go all ahead. Th- your handwriting's weird. Jones has alien handwriting, I, Megan. I, You're going to learn this about him. I yet. really do. He's like... Can't uh, you tell a person's personality mm-hmm. through their handwriting? Yes, and he's an alien. Yep, I think um, you can. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll begin with uh, the first question here, and then we'll have a second one, and we'll have a third, maybe a tiebreaker. Uh, we'll see how much time we have. But uh, question one. A.J. Green retired today after 12 seasons in the NFL and seven Pro Bowls. Green was drafted fourth overall in 2011, two picks ahead of this fellow star wide receiver who also made it to seven Pro Bowls. This one I got. This one you got? Not even a question. This one I got. 2011. I'm just worried. Uh, all I'm worried about now is my handwriting. I'm not worried about <laughs> not worried about anything else. Got the answer. Jones looks confident. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if on Final Jeopardy, like they're allowed to like kind of smack talk or like kind of like you know glare into the. Uh, sure, why not the other booth? But I that's... can't tell if Megan's still writing or if she's no. Writing. I'm just stumped. Megan is stumped. I'm I don't think you're allowed hurt. to menace all your right. opponent. On all right, well, take a take a <laughs> guess. Doesn't matter all what right. it is. Take a guess. Um, all right. The question once again: AJ Green retired today after 12 seasons in the NFL and seven Pro Bowls. Green drafted fourth overall in 2011, two picks ahead of this fellow star wideout who also made it to seven Pro Bowls. Um, the answer is Julio Jones. Oh, Julio For Jones! For Megan, we have I see Julio Jones. And Megan, can, all right, both of them got it. it. I can I see that. Bravo. Backwards well through the page. This is about as nice as that's about as nice as I can write. I don't know if that gets picked that's up by the weird uh, by the Twitch cameras. That's I can't about, see. I can't see. It's so far away. I can't. That's see about as nice as I can. But write. But I'm going right to uh, take. All right, off to a strong start. The two of you both got that one right. Julio right. Jones. Here's question number two. Now, just can I ask? In theory, they're supposed to be at least tangentially related to the show today. Correct. Yeah. Okay. AJ Green retired today. No, and, hey, and that we, wasn't a subject of the show. And we and we talk, well, we and we talked we did talk about Julio Jones. That's why that's why I was wondering. And we if mentioned that was Julio Jones. Yes, and it was in my Julio trending Jones. every hour. In case he's getting all defensive. We, we <laughs> if you listen to that, that. oh, we got to listen to your. Now we got to listen to your oh, trending. Okay. I didn't say you have to do anything unless you want to get the answers right in the uh, in the <laughs> end game. Um, here we go. This one has to do with the Grammys last night. Last night, this seventy-three-year-old country music star oh took home the Grammy for Song of the Year for the song "Just Like That." Well, this one I'm not very confident. <laughs> I did watch a fair amount of the Grammys last night, though. Sound like you were super locked in. By the way, this is not on. record of the year. It's not Red's a song of the year. Two different things. Um, Lizzo, third, Lizzo is not the 73 year old. The third question is not going to be. The third question isn't going to be about the uh, the 50 50 year anniversary of honoring rap, is it? Or hip hop? Well, I guess you'll just have to wait and find out. You'll you'll see what the third I'm question excited. is. I just, I just wanted to I wanted to comment on Busta Rhymes, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it's coming up. <laughs> All right. I believe uh, pencils are down. 
The answer, once again, the question. Last night, this 73-year-old country music star took home the Grammy for Song of the Year with the song Just Like That. The answer is Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie oh, Raitt is who we were looking Bonnie for. Raitt. Let's see. Mego had... Megan says Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. <laughs> incorrect. And uh, Jones, I, I can't read it. It says Dolly Parton. Is Dolly right. Parton. That's a better guess. A lot closer. I a like, lot closer than Doja Cat, but also I incorrect. Dolly Parton's older than 73. That's, uh, that's what was uh, holding me up there for sure. Bonnie Raitt. Okay. All right. All right. We need a tiebreaker then, since like uh, you both Bonnie got one Raitt. right and one wrong. Oh, this is the tiebreaker. Okay. I like Bonnie Ray too. And you know what? I think she really deserved that song of the year last night. I've never heard of that. The song. best. I, the, but I, no, never I didn't know of, she still made music. I never heard of Doja Cat either. I can't true. wait for Doja Cat's country album. All right. Here's a big topic from the show today Kyrie Irving, who was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2011 uh-huh. in the time allotted, write down the names of as many Cleveland Cavaliers from the 2011 team oh as God. you can. Oh, wow. How much time are we giving them? Uh, let's give him 30 seconds. 30 seconds starting now. Go. Hurry up. Cleveland Cavalier. They weren't very good in 2011. Yeah, I got one. Oh. I see. Mego oh, is. Oh, now I'm there's some crossing out going on. Megan's scribbling. Yeah. I can see some scribbling happening right oh. now. We have 15 seconds on the clock. If it was easy, no one would like this segment. If every That's question was a good was point. Easy, you know? That is a great point by you. 10 seconds remain. <laughs> I think this is going to go really, really well. I'm... I'm confident I have We're one. Be shocked at their knowledge. <laughs> and pencils down time. Pencils oh. down. Pencils down. Everybody pencils down. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Since you're both tied, who would like to read their answers first? Go because ahead, I'm you not going to read the entire roster. Mine, so you read your names, uh, and I'll tell you if they were on the team. The only not. name I got was Little James. <laughs> Little James. <laughs> Is that a name? No. <laughs> oh, are you, are you sure think, it wasn't a nickname? I don't think. Yeah, Little James. Little James. Yeah, Little yeah. James. Little. What was the last name? L I apostrophe L. No, little, little, little Penny was on the Orlando little Magic. Those, all little those years is ago. the first name. Little James, like yeah. Little Jordan Humphrey. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. That is incorrect. There That's the only no, name uh, you, you wrote are you down. Sure. There. He might have just been G League. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go to basketball <laughs> reference. Oh, nope. I don't see it. Can't okay. see it. Not see well, Little J. Not a lot of num- uh, minutes there. Tristan Thompson was on that team. Tristan right? Thompson he was, was indeed on that team. Yes, he, he was. He was in the same draft class. He was a rookie that Tristan year, too. Tristan Thompson, right. I got. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also wrote, who was the number one pick? I can't remember his last name. Anthony something? Anthony I, Bennett, but he was the next year. He was the next year. Okay. So I just wrote. Kyrie Irving the number one pick of that draft? Anthony Blank, so that was Anthony Bennett is who I was thinking of. There was an Anthony Parker who actually was on the team. And I also wrote uh, Zadrunas Ilgauskas, who couldn't have possibly still been on that team, but he he was there forever. Ilgauskas was not on the team. Okay, who else was on that Uh, team? Anderson Verajao. I got that one. uh, Similar. Luke Walton was on that team. Never never would have got that. (laughs) was on that team. Oh my god. Uh, Try Booby Gibson on for size. Uh, Here's a super obvious one. Mo Williams. Is that right? Mo Williams is still on that. Mo Williams, I think, just is still plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. This honestly feels like a hundred years. I was ago. oh, it feels. I, I was just bracing for Arkan to be like, name every Cavalier you. Can. I, had already, <laughs> I had already started to write down Mark Price. I had already like started to write down other names, and then I'm like, crap, the 2011 Cavs. So Mo Williams, Anton Jameson was on that team. Sure, okay. And, so these, uh, these are all the Semi Erden. Remember him? That was my deep pull. Yeah, he uh, got it. Semi Aridan was a rookie for that team. Now was, I remember he came over and some. By the way, I'm looking. Trade. I don't see Mo Williams on this list here, right? Very oh. bottom, Mo Williams. Ooh. I see Luke Walton at the very bottom. You know Ooh. what Luke Walton's nickname was? <laughs> Little James. <laughs> oh man, that's right. Little James. Okay, sorry. Little Retroactively, James. we got to give that one to Megan. It looks right, like it looks you. like we're tied then. Okay. Little James Walton. <laughs> And there you go. Those are uh, that. That's our first shot at uh, Endgame. It's a disaster. I love it. Let's do this every day. <laughs> Pretty Let's great. do this every day. Pretty good. Doja Cat, Lil James.
good guesses there, Megan. Uh, uh, Tri- thanks. Tristan Thompson, Julio Jones. Those were just a few of the many, many uh, correct answers in Endgame. Uh, but okay, I thought that went. Uh, I mean, it went. That, it uh, was, I, think, I think it went. It was entertaining. It happened. Definitely happened. Bo Williams was gone. I was off a year, but oh. that's, I still got more than you guys. Deduct a point. Deduct a point is uh, is what that is. Uh, anyway, we've been deducting points from our poll question earlier today. Kevin Durant or Jalen Brown. I don't know how much of this Rich Keith will be doing tonight, but you can give him a call. 617-779-7937. I imagine he'll do a lot on the 2011 Cavs while he's at it. Probably. Uh, jump in line. Keith's takes over next, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. Red Sox Station. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.